Hi, I'm Dominic Insinius, leader of The Heart. I want to welcome you to The Heart Podcast. Thank you for letting us be a small part in your journey of faith. I hope this message today encourages you and strengthens you. Big things can happen when we expect God to move, so I pray today that God would speak to you through this message. We are uh, in the middle of a message series called Wrapped. And what we are wanting to do with this series, this idea, is talk about things that come up in our life, things that come up in our relationships, and most importantly, things that come up in our faith, that when we we have a certain emotion or a certain instinct, and many times what we do is we wrap that in something else. It shows up as something else. So last week we started the series and we talked a little bit uh, about shame, and not, not everybody experiences shame the same kind of way. And some of us experience it on deeper levels than others. But we talked about how shame can sometimes be wrapped in something that looks like withdrawal, right? Sometimes if people feel shame, they withdraw from others. They create a disconnection from others because they feel shame. And so today what I want to do is I want to talk about uh, the kind of idea, the kind of thing that sometimes happens to us when we have problems in our life. If you have problems in your life, raise your hand. Um... There's one person with a problem. Four, four, five, six people. Okay, someone's getting delivered today. (laughs) Everyone else is tip-top, ship-shape. Grab a kolache, you're good to go. (laughs) I want to talk about the problems that we have in our life, the problems that we have in our relationships, and maybe the problems that we have in our faith. If you know me at all, if you know me a little bit, you might know this about me, and if you don't know me, don't know me, I'm going to tell you, is I can be, uh, no comments or snickers or anything, please, what I, can, I can be a very moody person, okay? I know I seem super cool, calm, and collected, uh, but I can be pretty moody, and the kind of person I am, I can get my feelings hurt very easily, more easily, but they, they regenerate at twice the speed of a normal person, which is good. <laughs> and so I can get a little bit moody, and, and, and the way my mood comes across, tell me if you know anybody like this, is I have this like, this like Wi-Fi type signal built in, and so if I'm feeling anxious about something, I am broadcasting that like Wi-Fi, and it reaches far. It reaches everyone around me. And it, 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 it can be this thing where like, okay, Dom, is something wrong? Is something bothering you? Obviously something is. And if I'm bothered by something or my feelings were hurt, somebody can say, Dom, is, something, is something wrong? No, I'm good. I'm fine. And I'm obviously, you know when someone says I'm fine, they're not fine. Or at least I'm not. And I can do this thing where I can kind of just broadcast this mood. I can broadcast this thing. And depending on the kind of day I've had or how much I decided my feelings were hurt, or how much I decided that you offended me with what you said or did or didn't say or didn't do, I can carry that with me. And I can not, not quite address it and not quite manage it. And I'm just kind of staying in it. And, and, and maybe, maybe you don't do things that way. Probably not. You're probably a lot healthier than that and don't let things get to you that much. But even if you're not like that, there's, there's things like that in our life, in our relationships, and especially in our faith, that these problems come up, and instead of addressing them, what we can sometimes do is bypass them. 
Right? We did a, we did a series uh, a couple years ago called Spiritual Bypass. And we talked about different things that we do to kind of bypass the thing that's really going on. Right? And I think a lot of times we do that with our problems because we think, well, nobody, no, one wants to, no one wants to hear a complainer, right? No one likes a complainer. No one wants to hear about all of my problems. And so a lot of times what we do is we'll bypass the problems either by ignoring it, right? We pretend it's not there. Everything's good. Everything's ship shape. Fine. Everything's fine. I'm good. Right? Or we, 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 can, we can do that. We can, we can bypass it that way. Or, or we do this, this like thing where like we, we're, we're trying to just be positive. And sometimes we think being positive about something means you, just, you don't talk about your problems. Nobody wants to hear your problems. So what I want to talk about today for the rest of the time we have together is how we can, these problems that we have in our life, these problems that we have in our relationships, and these problems that we have in our faith, not only are they worth talking about, it is worth addressing them because as we address them, we find healing and a way forward. So I want to look at a particular verse together today. And as we're talking through today, I want you, I want you all to be thinking about your problems. <laughs> I want you all to be thinking about the problems that you have in your life because if you're not going to think about them, then you're not going to address them. And if you're not going to address them, then you won't get past them. And if you can't get past them, then how are you, how are you going to heal forward? So here's what I want to look at. I want to look at Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. And I'm going to be reading out of the Passion Translation. So the particular Bible that you choose, that the words might look a little bit different. There'll be different wording. That's okay. It's a, we're, we're, we're trying to translate, not we. I have not done anything. I am not an academic scholar. Many smart men and women have translated the Bible. It's an ancient language in an ancient culture. And we're trying to translate that into how we can use it for us in our faith today. So different translations is a good thing. So we're going to look at the Passion Translation. This is chapter 4, verse 8 of Philippians. And let's pick it up right here. So keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind. And fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God. Fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God. I like this one over here. Authentic, real, honorable, and admirable. Now, to me, at least in the context of this message today, okay, in the context of us kind of talking about our problems, sometimes we can see talking about our problems as like negative, like I don't want to be negative and complain. I don't want to be negative and talk about this problem that I have. And to me, as I read this, this particular verse, okay, in the context of this particular message, it's interesting to me that we are told, at least instructed, maybe encouraged, maybe invited to keep our thoughts continually on these pure and holy and honorable and admirable things. So to me, what that says, and this is just my opinion, to me what that says is it must be the opposite way of that thinking is very easy to do because we're invited here to keep our mind on positive things, to keep our mind on admirable things. So it must be very easy to not have our mind on honorable things, on authentic things, on real things because we're reminded here to keep them 
there. Now, here's what, here's what I like about that. Here's what I like about that. Matt said earlier, we, we, we talk a lot about choice at the heart. I feel like our faith, what makes our faith, what makes the Christian faith, I don't mean to assume that you're of the Christian faith. Maybe you are, maybe you're not. What makes the Christian faith so powerful, in my opinion, is that we have a choice. It is an empowered faith where each day, each week, each situation, we get to choose to be a part of our faith. These things right here, we get to choose to put our mind on these honorable things, on these admirable things. You don't have to. You're not supposed to. You're not obligated to. You choose to. And it's that choice, stepping into that choice of keeping your mind on these things. That's what activates your faith. Because there's things that we do in our life, in our relationships, and especially in our faith, that we feel obligated to do. Isn't that true? Maybe it's not that way for you in your religion or your faith or church. Maybe it's true for you in, in some parts of your relationship. Maybe it's true for you in some parts of your life. Where there's things that sometimes you feel like you're obligated to do. And this, this has to be universally true. I don't know if it is, but it has to be for the purposes of this next statement. This has to be universally true. Is that being obligated to do something really takes the joy out of doing it. Being obligated to say something really takes the meaning out of it. You ever had, maybe, maybe you do this, and I'm not judging you if you do this. I've just seen this on movies. I haven't seen you specifically do it. When someone tells their kid, you, you need to apologize. You should apologize for what you did. And what does the kid do? The kid, you know, I'm sorry. Not say it like you mean it. <laughs> right? I don't care if you mean it. Just say it like you mean it. <laughs> that obligation to say that really takes the juice out of it, doesn't it? Really takes the heart out of that apology. I feel like that same thing happens throughout our life, throughout the things that we encounter. It especially happens throughout our faith. So what I want for you is to choose to keep your mind on these things. You don't have to. You're not supposed to. You can do whatever you want. That's what's beautiful about this faith, is that God loves you for who you are, where you are, right now. Not for how faithful you used to be, right? Not for how much you used to read the Bible or whatever you think God wants you to do. Not for the person you're going to turn into. A lot of, a lot of times we think, well, yeah, God loves me but because, because I'm getting better. Right? God loves me for who I'm going to be, for who I am becoming. But the beautiful thing about God, the beautiful thing about the Christian faith is that God loves you for who you are, where you are, right now. Right now. Here, today, in this moment. Not because you might be better. Not because you used to be better. We get a choice. That's the, that's the, that's the, that's the empowered faith. Now, I wrote something down I wanted to share with y'all. When it comes to our problems, and trust me, you've got problems. I have problems. I have issues. I have things that I have to deal with. I have problems within myself. I have problems in my relationship. Not every day, not all the time. That's not what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying, right? Things come up. You have problems, and we have problems in your faith. I have problems in my faith. So having problems, that's normal. If you have a problem, that is normal. That's not weird. Having things that you, that you need to talk about or maybe sometimes complain about, that's absolutely normal. But when you pretend that you don't, 
that's dangerous. That's when we start bypassing, right? We start bypassing and say, well, there is a problem right here, but I'd rather not address it. Or, or, or I want to address it, but I feel like every time I address it, the people around me, they, just, they don't want to hear about it. They don't want to hear about my problems. So we start to bypass. We say, ah, I'm just not going to deal with that. I'm just going to leave that there. And I'll tell you why that's dangerous. If we can go back to Moody Dominic. He's a little bit moody, nothing crazy. If I, if there, here, here's a problem right here. And if for half the day, I'm just walking around this problem like, nope, don't want to look at that, don't want to address that. And you know what I'm doing? The whole time, my day, you know what I'm doing? Is I'm thinking about not addressing this problem. <laughs> if I would just address it and stand on and say, here's the problem, let's talk about it. I don't want to do that, though. I'm over here, I'm over here. And somebody's like, hey, is something wrong? No. Walking around. Seems like something's on your mind. It's not. Stop asking. I'm just walking around. The whole time, I am preoccupied, and I wouldn't know it, and I'm not quick to admit it, but the whole time I'm preoccupied with this thing right here where if I would just say, you know what, okay, something is wrong. Here's the deal. Here's what happened. And if I would have done that right away, I could have moved forward. Okay, now let, let's stop talking about Dominic's mood. It's none of your business, okay, by the way. Let's talk about your faith. Where does this type of thing show up in your faith, in my faith? Because sometimes maybe we don't have a problem with faith, but we might have a problem with God. Right? It might sound weird that sometimes we have a problem with God. I've had a problem with God before. I prayed for something. It didn't come. I prayed for this other thing. It didn't happen. I prayed for this person to have healing. It didn't happen. So I'm like, okay, I... Sometimes I have a problem with God. Maybe you don't have a problem with God. Maybe you have a problem with church. And so what do we do there? If we have a problem with church, or we just stop going. We stop talking about it. And then sometimes we have a problem with church, or maybe we don't have a problem with church necessarily, but we have a problem with church people. Amen. You know what I mean? And I never say that. <laughs> and so what do we do if we have a problem with church people? We, we ignore them. We're not going to be around them. So having a problem, and maybe it's not church people, but you know what it might be? You had a problem with one person at church. And that one problem with that one person at that one church, if it's not addressed, if it's ignored, if we pretend it's not there, here's how that might show up. I'm not saying this is how it shows up. This is not a formula. I'm saying this is how that might show up. What we might do is we stop going to that church. But then we don't, we don't go find another church, so we just stop going to church in general. And maybe you stop, I don't know if you read the Bible or not, maybe you do, maybe you don't. Maybe you stop reading the Bible as much as you used to, let's say. And I'm not saying your faith is determined by how many verses you read a week, but just hang with me on this, okay? And then maybe you stop listening to Christian music like you used to, if you did. And you're not thinking about God as much, you're not thinking about your faith as much, you're not trying to grow your faith as much as maybe you used to. And before you know it, you're not even sure how you got so far away from God. You're not even sure how you got so far away from your faith. When really, if we would stop pretending the problem wasn't there, and we said, okay, this is, this is the issue. This is what I need to talk about. This is the problem. 
If we're willing to stand on that and say, okay, here's the problem. I need to talk about this. Maybe you can't talk to that person anymore, but you can sure address it with the people around you that you know and love and trust. And what's brilliant about that, whether it's in your faith, whether it's in your relationships, whether it's in your own life, whether it's your moods, whatever it is, What's brilliant about that is as soon as you address it, now, now you are ready to heal forward. Now you're ready to heal forward because now this thing right here, now it can't be ignored anymore because you're saying, yeah, okay, here it is. So now that you know where you are, now you know where you can go, where you want to go. I wrote down something else I wanted to share with y'all. If you don't address the real problems in your life, you'll keep them around longer than needed. Absolutely. The longer you walk around the problem, where else is it going to go? Where else is it going to go? It will occupy space in your mind, in your heart, in your soul. Ignoring it doesn't make it leave. Having this fake positive attitude doesn't make it leave. Sometimes we think that, in fact, here, that's the next thing I want to share with you. Staying positive. That's easy enough to tell you, right? I want you to stay positive. You got problems in your life? Stay positive. Be positive. Aren't you grateful? Sometimes we do that. Isn't that a great way to bypass a problem? You got a problem in your life. You got a problem in your finances, let's say. Big bill came up. You weren't ready for it. You got problems in your relationship. There was a big fight last week, last night. You got problems in your faith. A great way to bypass it This is sometimes what we do to ourselves or what others say to us. It's like, oh, well, you you really don't have much to complain about, right? Don't you have a roof over your head? If you you get hungry later today, can you feed yourself by buying yourself some food? Ah, You don't really have anything to complain about, do you? Do you have a car with gas that runs? Not everybody can raise their hand to that. But if you do, does that mean you have nothing to complain about? You see, how, you see how it's easy to bypass the problems in our life? It's like, well, it can't be that bad. It can't be that big of a problem if I have all these other great things that are going on. So instead of bypassing it, instead of I have this problem here, but look at all these other great things I have in my life, so this shouldn't be a problem, so we just stuff it down. We say, well, it, 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 it is a problem. If you're, if you're honest with yourself, it's a problem. It's an issue, it's a struggle, it's something that needs to be addressed. But we tell ourselves, or let others tell us, well, that really shouldn't be a problem for you because you have all these other great things in your life. Come on. Your problem here, this problem here, is not meant to be compared to the other things going on in your life. That is not how we address things in our life. It's not healthy. There are so many times, so many different stories throughout the Bible where people would have problems with God, grievances against God, and they would bring them to God, talk to God about their problems, their problems with him, their problems with the way he was doing things. That's the kind of relationship that we are allowed to have with God. And not once in all of these times where people would take their problems to God, their problems with him, 
Not once would God say, oh, excuse me, ever heard of water? You're welcome, right? What about all these plants and animals you get to eat? Can you imagine? Maybe you can. Maybe that is the view you've had of God, that God doesn't want to hear your problems, that God doesn't want to hear your complaints. The opposite is true. That's the kind of faith that we're in, if you choose to be in it. That's the kind of faith that you're able to be in. Is your problems, your complaints, God says, bring them to me. Bring your anxieties. Bring your worries. Bring your problems. Let's be in them together, and we can heal forward together. Now, maybe you have people around you that don't want to hear your problems, and maybe you might need some better friends. I don't know. It might be true that nobody likes a complainer, but it's not true that no one wants to hear about the struggles that you're going through in your life and be there with you as you heal forward from them. This is a community of people that want to do that for you, that have done that for themselves. I have done that with the people in this community, shared my problems, my issues with my faith, my issues in my relationships, my issues with myself. I have a community, I have a group of people who I feel safe to bring those to and I'm able to heal forward from those I have been able to and I will continue to do that. So I know I almost said it, but I never got to it. Staying positive doesn't mean ignoring your struggles. It means facing them with hope for the future. That's what, that's what I want for y'all. I, I want you to stay positive, but not to ignore your problems, not to pretend they're not there. I want you to stay positive because there is hope for the future. I want you to stay positive because this problem that you're in right now, this problem that you're facing right now, within yourself or within your relationships or within your faith, it is not permanent. The only way that a problem in your faith, that a problem in your relationship, the only way that that problem can remain permanent is if you keep walking around it. Then it is permanent. It's permanent because we allow it to be. You see how powerful your choice is? Even with this, you can choose to make a problem permanent in your life by never addressing it, by never facing it. But, but... If we are brave enough to say, okay, this is a problem that I have been ignoring, but today, even if it's just for today, I'm going to choose to address it. Not fix it. I'm not talking about fixing your problems. I'm talking about finding solutions. I'm talking about just facing it. Maybe just naming it. Just name out loud to yourself, what is the problem? Who are you mad at? What are you mad at? What has offended you? Because if you can do that, that is the start of healing forward. And it's not going to be easy. This isn't magic, right? It's not going to be as soon as you walk out of here. I mean, maybe. <laughs> maybe as soon as you walk out of here, you know, you're floating to your car or out, you know what I mean? It's a choice. It's a constant choice. It's a daily choice choosing to address these things. 
It's completely normal to have these problems. That's why the author here of Philippians invites us, encourages us to keep our mind on things that are authentic, on things that are real, the hope for the future. If you could real quick, I want you to close your eyes and bow your heads for a moment with me. Every week I like to give you all a challenge for your faith. Sometimes it's for the week, sometimes it's for the day, sometimes it's for the rest of your life. Today, I'm going to give you a challenge just for today. I asked you earlier in the message to think about some of the problems that you have in your life. I hope you've identified at least one. And my challenge for you for today is for the rest of today, I want you to address that problem. Name that problem. I don't, you don't have to fix it. You don't have to find the solution. You don't have to call that person or take action on it if you don't want to. But I want you to be able to experience that first step of freedom, that first step of healing by just identifying that problem and naming it. With your eyes closed and your heads bowed, if you want to take that challenge with me for the rest of the day, I want you to raise your hand on the count of three real quick. On the count of three. One, two, three. Put your hand up. Okay, go ahead and drop it. Let's pray. Let's pray together. God, we are grateful to be here today. We are grateful to have the kind of faith where we can choose to be activated. Where we can choose to heal. God, you have made the choice to love us, to be here with us, in this mess with us. So I pray that we would borrow your courage for this. That we would push forward even when we don't want to. That we would address the problems in our life even when we're scared to. I pray that you would give us the courage and the bravery that we need in the face of that fear, in the face of that anxiety, to still face our problems with our faith. We thank you for that, and we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Heart Podcast. At The Heart, we like to say you don't have to go to church here to go to church here. That means you are already part of the community just by listening to the message today. If today's message connected with you, we want to invite you to share it with someone who may benefit from it. We would love to be a part of your journey of faith. Please visit us online at www.theheart.church forward slash next to see what your next step may be. And if you live near San Marcos, Texas, we would like to invite you to visit us in person this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Remember to be bold this week and connect with those around you. It's how your relationships grow and how your faith grows.